This is Gabriel Duran from Divinity in Us blog, and in today's episode, I am reading to you from Pearls of Wisdom, published by the Summit Lighthouse, Volume 63, Number 37. The Beloved Great Divine Director, October 1st, 2020. Divine Direction for Diagramming Your Ascension, Part 1. There is a cycle to every life, and to every life a cycle. There is a coil of energy into which you are born. A coil of energy that is like a flaming fountain of light is given by God to buoy up the soul into the arms of the All-Father. This is the coil of light that is like the wave that when taken at its crest leads on to victory. It is a tide of the great central sun, a tide that is greater than the affairs of men. It is a tide of fiery destiny. As you diagram the course of your ascension, you must take then into consideration that all things in heaven and in earth must follow the law of cycles. As it is written, there is a time to sow and a time to reap, a time to live and a time to die, a time to laugh, and a time to weep. Footnote 1. And so the great learned ones have counseled their disciples concerning the cycles of life. The undulating currents of Alpha and Omega represent the positive thrust and the negative return along the line of individual destiny. Many do not succeed in life because when they ought to be riding at the crest to the wave, they are in the ebb of the tide and when they ought to be in the gentle enfolding waters, they are further out to sea. It is a question of timing, of rhythm, and of moving according to the rhythm of the heartbeat of God. As the yogi times the in-breathing and the out-breathing according to his own pulse, so the devotee of the brotherhood ought to measure his comings and his goings according to the great cycles of the great central sun. I am the great divine director, and that not without careful consideration of the responsibility of the office. The name great divine director is the name of the office I hold. I am called the Master R, for I founded the royal family, the lineage of the house of Rakosi. Footnote 2. But neither of those names are the inner names of my soul blueprint. For these inner names have not been released to the evolutions of Terra. And I say these because there are several names that represent the keynote, the blueprint of my life. Have you heard that when once the keynote or the blueprint of an individual is known, then that individual can be compelled by the law of the mantra to follow certain cycles of energy? We of the Great White Brotherhood know this, and therefore we have released to our chilas certain music representing our individual keynote and the keynote of our retreat. You must realize, however, that no single piece of music is able to release the fullness of our causal bodies of light, nor would we, according to cosmic law, release the mathematical formula of the chain of our consciousness. For to release this would be to give an extraordinary control into the hands of the chila which control the cheetahs of earth are not prepared to receive. 
When a cheetah on the path enters into a more than ordinary relationship with a guru and proves himself worthy by many years and embodiments and eons of devotion, then we do impart a more than ordinary formula of identity so that the chila will have access to our causal body, to our consciousness, and will veritably be able to put on the garment of the Lord which we carry. Now then, the black magicians are aware of the power of the keynote as well as the power of the mantra, and therefore they have determined the means to extract the formula. For instance, of certain elementals, fiery salamanders and sylphs, undines and gnomes, and those members of the Black Brotherhood then use that keynote in that blueprint. And they use certain mantras, certain worded formulas. And they tie into that blueprint and thereby do control elemental life by imprisoning that life in geometric patterns. In energy coils that they release through the power of the spoken word. Now then, the Black Magicians who yet inhabit the astral plane of Terra are very determined to control not only elemental life, but also the chilas of the Ascended Masters. And they, in their cunning, have released to their physical, embodied counterparts the formula that they have discerned of certain of the chilas, including your messenger. These embodied black magicians, then functioning as physical coordinates for the astral overlords, have for some time now released certain mantras in an attempt to control to direct, to subjugate the cheetahs and the members of the staff, to their will and to their way. Giving these mantras, these black magicians, sounding like drones, like robots, like the fiends of a mechanical creation, have sent forth energy coils that are like hexes, condemnation, and the binding patterns of witchcraft. They have taken the power of the spoken word and have selected certain incantations and certain mantras that they give, mind you, in the language of Satan. It is a language of the fallen angels, which they have transferred also to their embodied representatives. And you will find the examples of this language actually written down in the Satanic Bible. And you will see the vibration of the language of those fallen ones. You will see how the spoken word of God, once given into the keeping of the archangels, was stolen by the archangel Lucifer, who rebelled against God. And that language now carries this vibration in its intonation, in its vowel and consonant combinations, which is a funnel for psychic energy. And when this combination of consonants and vowels is strung together in worded formulas that become mantras, of the black magicians. These energies are then hurled like a coiled spring against the children of the light. I cannot fail to inform the disciples of Christ of the dangers on the path. For when you are given the highest light and the highest teaching of the law, you will find yourself being challenged by the diametric opposite in the black brotherhood, their misuses of the light of Christ. And therefore I come in the name of Jesus and in the name of Archangel Michael, to warn the children of God to protect yourselves by the power of the spoken word, and to be careful that you do not leave traces of yourself that may fall into the wrong hands, that in the hands of the black magicians they do not use these traces to trace your vibration to your keynote, to your inner blueprint, and thereby in the release of the mantra to gain a certain inroad into your being. 
We have noticed that wherever there has appeared photographs of the cheetahs and the messengers, these photographs have been taken by psychics, by those who practice witchcraft and the black arts, and that they have used these photographs in voodoo rites in many techniques that I will not go into today. There have also been cases where those who work no good for the White Brotherhood have sought out and found articles of clothing discarded by the cheetahs, personal items that they had given away, and even the very hairs from their heads. By taking a single strand of hair, those who are the arch-deceivers of mankind can determine the entire chemistry and therefore tie in again to the inner blueprint. You've been told that this is Armageddon. Now you must become wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Footnote 3 You must call in the name of the Christ, in the name of the I Am that I Am, to the heart of the great central sun, and to me, and my office as the great divine director, to arrest the spirals of these incantations, these hexes, these mantras that have been used against you. Some of you have found yourself facing conditions of mind and emotion that are not native to your soul or to your hearts. Some of you, because of your great service to the masters and to the messengers, are burdened now by the weight of this misuse of the power of the spoken word. I have come then not only to give you enlightenment, but to give you freedom through the release of my causal body. And therefore I call to the emissaries of light who serve with me, and by the edict of the lords of karma, I release that light in this hour for the freeing of the devotees on the path. Bolts of blue lighting blaze forth. Bolts of blue lighting blaze forth. Bolts of blue lighting blaze forth. I call to the very heart of the Elohim to release now, in the name of the Almighty God, those coils of energy that are the cycles of life, not death, freedom, not bondage, and the teachings of the Lord Christ and of none other. So it is done in the name of the living God. Now, in this moment, you have been freed. But I tell you that not a day goes by that these fallen ones do not work against you in this manner. You must call for your freedom each day. This must be a part of your self-protection and of your prayers to the angelic hosts who will surely come. For they affirm with the All-Father and with the Lord Christ, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Footnote 4 This, my beloved, is truth. The black magicians also imitate the law of cycles, for their work is practiced based upon cosmic law based upon their use of God's energy. They have misused then the law of cycles. They have misused the true astrology and all that they are aware of in science and in religion. They have used it to the gain of the ego. They have used it against the light, and therefore, you see, you must know more, not less, than the fallen ones concerning the truth of the cosmos. You must study to show yourself approved unto God, Footnote 5. Approved in the sense that you have come into the union of God's consciousness, and because you have that mind which was also in Christ Jesus. Footnote 6. You are therefore sealed and protected, for enlightenment itself is the sure freedom from the bondage of ignorance. Have you not, my beloved, gained freedom from the wisdom I have brought you this day? just by the bursting in your mind of illumination 
just by the awareness of energy fields? When you know that the fallen ones work against you, you can no longer be duped. Just as when you know the teachings of Maitreya on subliminal seduction, footnote 7, and the teachings of Kathumi on the KGB, footnote 8. The more you know, the more you are on guard. The more awareness you have, the less that can penetrate your being unawares at subconscious levels. Therefore, you see, I would go to God that you would keep informed, that you would take every morsel of the teaching and realize that the teaching itself is your freedom. It is your transportation to the next plane, and the next plane, and the next plane of existence, until finally you are caught up in the arms of God in the ritual of your ascension. Transcending octaves is a matter of cosmic Christ illumination. See to it, then, that you do not neglect your study of the spoken and written word. Understand, then, that these fallen ones who practice against you practice in the night. They practice when you are asleep, according to the time zone in which you live, and they calculate that between 4 a.m. and 6 a.m., is the time of your greatest receptivity to their mental hypnosis and to their satanic rituals. Many of you find yourselves awakened in these hours. It is the alert of your Christ self. It is the sounding of the alarm that you dare not be out of the body, for there is danger. There is the projection at the level of the subconscious of the attempt by the fallen ones to program you according to their designs. Therefore, be not concerned when you are awakened. The Lord Christ himself never slept a night in the city of Jerusalem for this very reason. That the black magicians were there, already practicing against the Christ, plotting to take him and to kill him. He would not lay his body to rest in that city because of the darkness there. So then, when you are awakened, arise and take up your invocations. Give your calls to beloved Astraea and to Archangel Michael. And above all, give the invocation for the reversing of the tide of these diabolical misuses of the power of the spoken word. And instantaneously, this energy will go back to the sender, known or unknown by you. Then they will have to pay the piper. They will have to account for that energy. Let them give an accounting. For you see, it is for judgment that I am come. Footnote 9. And this is the word of the Lord Christ. By anchoring the Christ consciousness in matter, you are the instrument of the Lord's judgment. The Lord God has sent forth his judgment through the archangels and their archai. And you have seen that that judgment written in the fourteen magnificent pearls of wisdom released to you in the past year. Footnote 10. If you will reread these pearls, you will see the judgment that has been released, and then you will understand that in matter, the Lord God requires instruments for every phase of his activity, including the judgment. And therefore the Christ within you declares, Lo, I am come to do thy will, O God, for judgment I am come. Footnote 11. Judgment is the cleaving asunder of the real from the unreal. It is the dividing of the way by the two-edged sword of the Christ consciousness. When you know the truth, you place the weight of your life in that truth, 
in that momentum of truth, and thereby the truth makes you free. When you know reality, you separate out from unreality, and thereby that consciousness itself is the instrument of judgment on earth. Do you see? Well, I am here to tell you that in all things, the members of the false hierarchy, the impostors, imitate our brotherhood, the true masters of the great white brotherhood. Therefore, in the way of judgment, they also imitate the ascended masters and the lords of karma. And they have their councils, and they have their meetings, and they have their emissaries in embodiment. And your messenger has even been contacted physically by one of these emissaries this day, who came to the door stating that he had come as the instrument of her judgment, that she knew not the law, and he was there to teach her the law. And when he was not received, then he declared that he was the instrument of her judgment. This same identical manifestation occurred in Santa Barbara, where the messenger was threatened with the physical bombing of the mother house by those who said they represented a hierarchy for the judgment of earth. And they told her that they were responsible for the bombing of certain banks and public buildings that had taken place over the decade of the 60s, because they saw themselves as the direct instruments of the Lord's judgment. They are psychic. They are fallen ones and they are insane. They are the instruments of madness, yet they keep on coming. They keep on seeing themselves as the chosen ones to deliver the condemnation upon the children of God. This condemnation they deliver by every nefarious practice because they have been duped by their overlords into thinking that they are working for Almighty God. Charles Manson is one of those who thinks himself the instrument of the Lord's judgment. Footnote 12 as have many who have been the instruments of attempted assassination upon public figures and the kidnappers of members of large corporations and members of the governments of the nation. And so you see that this manifestation is indeed widespread. It is widespread throughout the planetary body, and those whose four lower bodies contain discarnates and elements of their own rebellion are easy prey, for they are the neglected. They are the ones who have not an identity in Christ, and they seek to gain immortality as they respond to the fallen ones who promise them everything, but give them nothing but the husks. These are only a few of the matters that concern our messenger from day to day. To be continued. This previously unpublished dictation by the Great Divine Director was delivered by the messenger of the Great White Brotherhood, Elizabeth Clare Prophet, on Sunday, April 18, 1976, during the Path to Attainment Conference, held at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles, California. Part 2 of this Pearl of Wisdom is published in this volume, number 38. Footnote 1. See Ecclesiastes 3, 1-8. Footnote 2. The Lineage of the House of Rakosi. The Rakotsi family was a noble Hungarian family between the 13th and 18th centuries, who were prominent in the 17th century. The foundation of the family's prestige and influence began with Sigismund Rakotsi, 1544-1608. The Rakotsi mansion, located in the foothills of the Cap Carpathian Mountains in Transylvania, now a part of Romania, was once the physical retreat of the great divine director, the founder of the house of Rakotsi. 
The retreat is now in the etheric plane over the existing mansion. Footnote 3, Matthew 10, 16. Footnote 4, 1 John 4, 4. Footnote 5, 2 Timothy 2, 15. Footnote 6, Philippians 2, 5. Footnote 7, Teachings of Maitreya on Subliminal Seduction. For Lord Maitreya's commentary on the book Subliminal Seduction by Wilson Brian Key, published in 1973. See Pearls of Wisdom, this volume number two, by the Great Divine Director, page 15 and 2. In this commentary, Maitreya teaches that the four lower bodies of mankind are being manipulated by the death mongers through the media, through subliminal advertising, through psychic rays and death rays, and projections from other planes of consciousness. You must recognize that beyond the exposure of the liar and his lie, that you will discover in subliminal seduction, there are influences deadly and hypnotic, emanating from many sources. They are bombarding your being night and day with the vibrations of the allure of the senses and the ambition of the ego, that is, the enslavement of the soul. The campaign that is being carried on through the media, which is the warfare of death itself, is only the tip of the iceberg. Lord Maitreya admonishes us to keep close to our I Am presence in Christ's self, to give your invocations to the hosts of light, that they might intercede for the rescue of an ignorant humanity, a humanity so loved by God. See Maitreya on Initiation, pages 199, 201 and 202. Footnote 8. Teachings of Kathumi and the KGB. This refers to the series of Pearls of Wisdom, Volume 19, entitled An Exposé of False Teachings, by Kathumi and the Brothers of the Golden Robe, in Pearl Number 14, released on April 4, 1976. Kathumi admonished, Let those then who would defend the truth become experts on the KGB the International Spy Network and Secret Police of the Soviet Union. The KGB is a spreading cancer spawned by the seeds of Lenin. In every plane of matter, its tentacles must be cut, catarized, consumed, and driven back into the fiery core of Alpha and Omega. Kathumi stated that this will be done by the hosts of the Lord when the call is made in the name of the I Am Presence and Christ Self of all mankind. Kathumi also recommended the book KGB, The Secret Work of Soviet Secret Agents, by John Barron. With the dissolution of the Soviet Union, the KGB was dismantled in 1991 and eventually replaced with the FSB, the Federal Security Service of the Russian Federation. According to various sources, the FSB has come under criticism for human rights violations and security police activity. Footnote 9, John 9, 39. Footnote 10, The Fourteen Magnificent Pearls of Wisdom. The Great Divine Director is referring to the series entitled Admonishments of the Seven Archangels, released between August and November of 1975. The entire series has been published in the book Vials of the Seven Last Plagues, available from http colon forward slash forward slash store dot summit lighthouse dot org. 
Footnote 11, Hebrews 10, 7, and 9. John 9, 39. Footnote 12, Charles Manson. Charles Manson, 1934 to 2017, was the leader of a religious commune in America whose members were known as the Manson family. In 1971, Manson and several loyal followers received the death sentence for their brutal murders in August 1969 of seven people. Described in the media as the Sharon, Tate, and LaBianca murders, in 1972, California temporarily banned the death penalty. The death sentences for Manson and his followers were commuted to life imprisonment. Agreement on earth for the binding of the demons and discarnates who have invaded the temple of God. Our Father, Mother, God, Alpha, and Omega, we are assembled together on earth in the name of Jesus Christ and every Son of God whom he has initiated on the path of true sonship. We have come together in the name of Sanat Gumera, Gautama Buddha, Lord of Maitreya, the saints, and the two witnesses serving the ruby ray. In the name of the I Am that I Am, we agree together on earth in this hour that there shall be the binding of the seed of the wicked who have prevented the souls of light from contacting Almighty God and the living word within them. We agree together on earth that those shall be bound who have perpetuated the false doctrine and dogma of Antichrist. We agree together for the binding of the demons and the discarnates that have invaded the temple of God, the impostors of the Holy Spirit, the impostors of the Father, of the Son, and of the Mother. Go forth, O Lord God Almighty, by thy invincible word, by the word of God, by the faithful and true, and by the legions of light. Now bind that force and force field on the astral and physical planes. We demand the staying action of the Lord God this day, of all seed of the wicked in church and state, who are determined to take from the children of God their rightful inheritance of the abundant life in spirit and matter. This is our prayer. We have come together in thy name, O God, and in thy name we trust the fulfillment of our call according to thy will, and in the name of the entire spirit of the Great White Brotherhood and the World Mother. Amen. Footnote, this decree is printed in the booklet Invocations of the Hierarchy of the Ruby Ray, page number 34, number 80.16. Thanks for listening to this current issue of the Pearls of Wisdom, published by the Summit Lighthouse. And may God bless.